Welcome to the Holistic Healing Connection podcast with your host, holistic practitioner and mentor, Amber Cook. Join Amber and her guests weekly for insight and practical tips to help you succeed on your path to wellness. This episode is sponsored by HealingWays.com, nurturing business, cultivating health, growing community. Your one-stop holistic health resource, HealingWaze.com. Hi, I'm Amber Cook. I've spent my life practicing and experimenting with holistic and alternative healthcare because I believe it is the real healthcare, the way to well-being. So stick around because your holistic healing connection starts right now. Today's episode is a chat that I have with my assistant, Tiffany Groban. And one of the reasons why I love working with Tiffany is because she herself is super passionate about holistic healthcare. She loves using holistic healthcare for not only her physical body, but also uh, mental well-being and spirituality. And along with being my assistant, Tiffany is an actor, a um, essential oil guru. She uh, loves using essential oils for herself and helps other people learn about essential oils. And I just learned in this conversation that she is going to join the ranks of holistic healing professionals as a life coach in the spring of 2020. So it's pretty exciting. And I think it's a perfect next step for her. Um, Tiffany is such a joy to work with. She is so fun to chat with. And in this conversation, we're going to talk about essential oils, of course, and how she uses them for um, anxiety, PMS, physical pain. Um, she's even going to give some tips on how she handles uh, her migraines and headaches. And then we're going to also talk about uh, her detox. She is doing her first ever detox. So we're going to talk about her experience with doing a detox, what it's done for her so far, what she's hoping it will do for her in the future. And I think it's a really important um, topic for this podcast because I truly do believe that with all the environmental um, things that are bombarding us all the time in our food, even if we eat really well and even organic, there's just so much out there and it's overloading our systems. And yes, our systems do have what it takes to detox and, and we have amazing uh, mechanisms and filters within our bodies, but I really don't believe that our bodies were made for what we are constantly throwing at them in today's society where we live now in modern age. It's just, it's just a lot. And so I believe that doing a detox is super beneficial, gives yourself, a, your body a break, um, helps all those systems work even better once you're done doing the detox. Um, so yeah, so we chat a lot about that. And uh, of course, as usual, all kinds of other things, lots of laughter. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. And if you wanna learn more about um, Tiffany and her work with essential oils, and also her professional work as a virtual assistant or actor, all of those links will be in the show notes for you to connect. Thanks. So Tiffany, before we get chat, get started chatting about um, our love of holistic healthcare and um, especially essential oils, and then I just learned we're going to be talking a little bit about you on a detox. Um, I want to know a little bit about you like what do you do professionally what's your life like in a nutshell <laughs> um i do a lot of things so i'm a virtual assistant um for those of you listening i work for amber i i'm a virtual assistant for her and i love working with her um and then i'm also an actor so i do theater and film in portland um, and sometimes in seattle and then i also sell essential oils and I'm working on becoming a life coach. What? I didn't know about the life coach part. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe we'll talk about that too. One of these days you can be listed in Healing Ways. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> That's exciting. Oh my gosh. 
Okay, that's totally surprising. Um, we have all kinds of different things to talk about then. So you're a busy lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> yes. So, um, so what are some of the reasons that you yourself seek out holistic healthcare? Well, one of the big ones was I was in a car accident um, almost three years ago. And after the car accident, there was so much um, injury and, and the kind of medication that, that doctors wanted me to be on, I wasn't into. And I, I've always been a little bit hesitant with medication anyway. Um, the, and then there was like a recommended surgery that was too expensive for the PIP benefits and for insurance to cover. Mm. So there was a lot going on there. And so I went and saw a chiropractor. I was also doing acupuncture and physical therapy and all of that stuff was really helpful after the car accident. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that I really struggle with throughout my whole life has been pretty severe anxiety. Okay. And so when I was young, I got on antidepressants and that like I've had so many bad side effects from being on medication. I'm just, yeah. I guess I'm just a sensitive body. Mm -hmm. And so, and it also never seemed to help me. And so eventually I went and saw a naturopath and we talked about me getting off of antidepressants and seeing how I fared if I was eating really healthy and supplementing correctly and using a probiotic because a lot of anxiety can be in your gut. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, the probiotic changed my life. Like probiotic, eating healthy, all that stuff. It was amazing. And, and I don't have any bad side effects. Like some medications out there can give some people. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So just, so you have managed your anxiety with eating better and probiotics mainly. Yeah, eating better, probiotics, mm -hmm. vitamin supplements, and okay. essential oils, and then also a meditation practice. Oh, okay, yes, yes. So that's very helpful. <laughs> yeah, so ideally, when things are in the flow, how often do you meditate? Ideally, it would be <laughs> twice a day, once in the morning and once in the afternoon. Nice. But that's pretty difficult for me to do. It's just I'm not in the the capability yet of, of like sitting still for that long. Yeah. So it's kind of like I'm, I'm working up to that. I was doing that for a while and it was really difficult. So I've kind of like given myself some grace to slow it down and, and figure out how, like how to get into that flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it can be really challenging. Do you do guided meditation or do you just do like a breathing focused meditation? I do both. Guided meditations are really helpful when my brain is just kind of like going every which way and I feel really overwhelmed. Also, EFT tapping is great for me when I feel overwhelmed. Mm. Um, and then sometimes with meditation, for like the 15-minute meditations, I focus on like five minutes of like body scanning, mm -hmm. five minutes of a mantra, and then five minutes of like manifestation, vis visualization. And then I'm done. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So you also do um, EFT or tapping. Um, did somebody teach you how to do that? Like one of the practitioners you saw? I actually, I listened to a podcast by Taylor Stone and she talked about EFT tapping. And so I looked up Brad Yates Okay. And had been following him on YouTube and do a lot of his EFT tapping. And now I'm reading a book on EFT tapping and like how to do it by yourself nice. currently. Yeah. Okay. So I'm fairly new at it. I've only been doing EFT for about a month. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah I haven't heard you mention that before. Man, yeah, you, it's, it's new. <laughs> you are delving into all kinds of things. You and I need to chat more about this kind of stuff rather than um, business stuff all the time. <laughs> So I love holistic health, like all, pretty much everything that's the holistic health I'm like obsessed with, or if I don't know about it, I want to know more about it. Yeah, yeah, me too, definitely. That's one of the reasons why I love having you as an assistant, because you do truly 
uh, support it and are you yourself are always I can just tell you're like hungry for more knowledge about it um and that's how I that's how I got started even before I was a massage therapist so let's totally flip the script and let's talk about you becoming a life coach I want to know well more that's about something that. I I feel passionate about that I've been thinking about for a while mm -hmm. and so right now I'm working with a mindset coach and I did that last year as well because I just like really needed some extra help with some of some of like this the stuff I'm like navigating through emotionally and physically mm -hmm. and business and you know I so I'm I've been working with coaches and I'm just like they are so helpful and useful and why can't I do that? Like mm -hmm. why I, I have a lot to offer people and, um, and I get really excited about the idea of helping people with many of the things that I've learned throughout my life. Um, and yeah, so I'm working towards that right now. Cool. So it'll be another addition to my many, many jobs. Yeah. <laughs> You're a huge toolbox. I think you'd be really good at it because you are a great listener. And um, yeah, just as my assistant, you really kind of help keep me on the right path when things are just like all scatterbrained and crazy. <laughs> you sort of act as a life coach already. <laughs> <laughs> at least for me anyway. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, so let's go back then to um so you you first started getting treatment holistically with a chiropractor and then you did all the things um physical therapy acupuncture all the things for the the car accident injury um and also massage i got the pleasure of being your massage therapist for a while and um then you also i know that you also love using essential oils. That's kind of a big passion of yours as well. Um, so, so tell me more about essential oils. What do you personally use them for? I use them for so many things to help support me daily. Some of them emotional, some of them more of a physical. So a big one for me is since I think it was like eighth grade, I've gotten really bad migraines mm. and I, could never find anything that really helped fix the migraines. Yeah. And um, someone recommended that I use um, peppermint essential oil and frankincense. Now this is only this is only like high quality essential oils. Like you shouldn't do it with with oils that have synthetic ingredients and things like that. But um, certain essential oils you can use internally and topically. So. I had somebody recommend that I put peppermint and frankincense into the palm of my hand, put my thumb in it, and then put my thumb on top of the roof of my mouth and breathe in deeply 10 times, and then take my thumb out and then breathe deeply for a few minutes. And to do that like at the start of a headache or the start of what you think might be a migraine coming on. And that has helped me immensely and then also using different um, mixes with frankincense and peppermint mm -hmm. and fractionated coconut oil, like on the back of my neck. Okay. And sometimes rose oil, uh, just right here on my temples okay. for headaches. And that's been like a huge thing. And then another, another thing with essential oils that I love is the support it's given me with my menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. So I have really severe period pain and like it's throughout the month, like cramps, lower back pain, PMS, you know, the whole thing. And uh, Clary Sage is a really great hormone balancer. So that one's something that I use in the bathtub with Epsom salts and fractionated coconut oil. And it has just been super supportive for me with my PMS. Yeah. Right. Can you, are there other ways that you can use Clary Sage if you're having PMS like symptoms like you're explaining? Yeah, so I, I have a, a mix of ingredients that I have in like a roll-on that I put under my belly button. Okay. I put that, I like roll it on twice a day during my menstrual cycle mm -hmm. and like leading up to it. And then I just do it once a day, uh, day like 
one through 27 or whatever, you know? Um, And that seems to really help. It's like a, it's a mix of different things. I think there's lavender in it, clary sage, copaiba. Copaiba is a big one. Copaiba is a really big one for like inflammation and pain. Yeah, Um, let's talk about that one for a minute because that one is um, one people talk about and ask a lot of questions about. Um, There's claims I've heard, I think, and I could be wrong on this, that it's like CBD or it's in the same family. Um, so yeah, tell us about that mirror. It sounds like a miracle oil and I have used it personally with myself and with clients, but yeah, you are more of an essential oil expert than I am. So <laughs> tell me. Yeah. Um, Copaiba is, is amazing. I use it for my pain and inflammation. So where I have injuries from the car accident in my my neck and my shoulder on my right side. That's generally a place that I, I use copaiba with fractionated coconut oil. Um, and then I also, I put it in the bath, like after I work out with Epsom salts, you know, just to make sure that, um, that my body's going to feel good the next day. Because after the car accident, when I work out, um, I tend to be inflamed and, and so, yeah. So anyway, so I do everything I can to like still be physically active and then also continue taking care of my body. And yeah. And Copaiba for me has worked better than CBD okay. lotion. So like if I put it with fractionated coconut oil or just like a non-scented lotion, mm-hmm. it's been really helpful for me. And that's actually something that I use during my menstrual cycle as well when I'm having cramps uh on my lower back in uh, my stomach i'll put copaiba and fractionated coconut oil down down there and that really helps nice nice yeah. yeah um do you have you ever taken internally i know some people say that they take it internally to like help with sleep or just general relaxation yeah i've taken it internally for anxiety Okay. and i just do a drop of it and that seems to be really useful So, um, I didn't know that about the migraines. That's a really awesome tip for the thumb on the roof of your mouth with the Frank peppermint. That's so cool. So cool. Yeah. It's Um, been really useful for me. I would say as long as I get it early enough into the headache and the migraine, I'd say that it, it really helps support getting rid of that migraine and headache within like 10 to 15 minutes. Nice. Um, if I don't do it quick enough, I feel like I still end up with a bit of a headache, mm-hmm. um, but it usually feels better. So, okay, cool. So, um, do you like using lavender? Lavender seems to be everybody's favorite as well. <laughs> I love lavender and I'm actually, I'm glad that you bring that up because I used to loathe the smell of lavender. I used to just Like I used to be like, oh, this is so gross. This is so, so bad. And then somebody shared with me a a higher quality essential oil Mm -hmm. and they were like, smell this. If you like, you think you don't like lavender, but you should smell this. You're probably just smelling stuff that's like synthetic or like just not very well made. And sure enough, like she showed me the lavender and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so relaxing. I just want to bathe in this. I want to, <laughs> I want to sleep in this. Like, it's so amazing. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. You know, I have noticed over the years, you know, lavender has been one I have always used in my practice and there can be a huge difference in how it smells. And, and that probably, like you said, comes from um, the quality where it's sourced from, um, if it's synthetic, then yeah, of course it's going to smell weird. Um, that's an interesting point. If anybody here is listening to this and thinks they hate lavender, (laughs) that is really interesting because I do hear about a quarter of people are like, keep that lavender away from me. That is the same. (laughs) And, um, I'm like, how can you hate lavender? It's so relaxing. Um, yeah. Okay. So lavender, peppermint, frankincense. Um, is it copaiba or copa? How do you? You can it? pronounce it either way. From what I've heard, I just say copaiba. Copaiba. Okay. Yeah. And then any others that are kind of superstars that you just absolutely love can't do without. So the the clary sage, okay. and then yeah. let's see. There's so many that I I use. Um, 
that I actually kind of try to like rotate them in and out, um, except like the staple ones, like the ones I just brought up. Um, yeah. I love wild orange. That's a, like a really great one to put with peppermint if you're wanting to feel really energized. Mm, okay. So I diffuse that when I'm working. I diffuse that right before I go and work out. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I like any of the the tree kinds <laughs> um, okay. yeah, any like anything that's is just i use a mix called balance and there's there's a bunch of different kinds of tree uh -huh. in there um <laughs> and that balance and one is made for like hormonal balance or no it's made for grounding grounding okay yeah. so it's like a it's like to balance your emotions out and kind of ground you and get you back into a, like a, a good calm place and for me when I smell it it just brings me to nature like that's something that's huge for me with essential oils yeah. in this world that's increasingly less and less you know you're in nature less and less yeah. um because you're at your computer or you're in an office and you're doing all these things. So I've found that, that essential oils are really helpful in getting me back to myself and like getting, getting focused and getting grounded and yeah. And so the balance one is, is really great for me when I'm feeling like about to have a panic attack sometimes then I'll be like, get out the balance like <laughs> put a drop in your hand and smell it and like just take some deep breaths and like envision a park or a forest or something like that and it, I just I love it yeah yeah I have a friend who makes essential um, oil blends and she has one specifically specifically for grounding and it's exactly that it's like oh cool you know it smells like the trees it smells like moss it smells like you're just standing in the forest. So yeah, it's super powerful. And it does, yeah. it just like roots you immediately. Um, so I bet that you've possibly been needing to use balance a little bit more than normal lately because you're on detox. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. I'm on day seven of my 14 day detox. Okay, you're halfway through, congratulations. Thank you. So I would love to talk about your detox because there are so many misconceptions out there. There are so many um, conventional medicine um, outlets, media outlets, and um, naysayers basically saying we don't need to detox. Our body does it for us. And, you know, some of that is true. Our body does do a lot of detoxing for mm -hmm. us. But I don't think that our systems are set up for all the environmental um, toxins that we are just bombarded with and the stuff in our food, even when we're eating mostly organic or even whole organic, like there's just so much just bombarding our systems all the time. So I am a huge supporter of doing the detox. And is this your first one? Yes, this is my first okay. one. <laughs> so I would love for you to share your experience. You're halfway through. Let's start at the beginning. What, what prompted you to start this detox? Hey listeners, I'm just dropping in for a moment to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, Women Conquer Business, with one of my favorite hosts, Jen McFarlane. Part of holistic healthcare for me is taking time to nurture my business because like most business owners, my business is a part of me. One of the ways I do that is by listening to podcasts from other heart-centered entrepreneurs like Jen. She has a contagious can-do attitude and her podcast, Women Conquer Business, is filled with heart, strategy, and tons of inspiration. Women Conquer Business is available on all major podcasting networks and you can learn more about Jen at jenmcfarland.com. Now back to our show. Um, the coach I'm working with right now was what prompted me to start the detox, but I've been wanting to do a detox for a while. I just have always felt really overwhelmed by all of the information out there. Yeah. So my naturopath has recommended me doing an anti-inflammatory diet before, and I tried, but like even from day one, I, I couldn't figure out what to do. And so I was like, cheating quote unquote you know like I was eating stuff that wasn't 
wasn't anti-inflammatory, but like I didn't really know. And so then I felt bad and I was like, oh, I'm cheating. And now I just want to eat all the bad food. And I don't normally even eat that bad, but I was just like immediately like, now I want to eat donuts and cheeseburgers and fast food. <laughs> so that didn't go very well. No. The no. anti-detox detox plan. Yeah. So this <laughs> detox has been much, this is my first official detox where I like, I prepared and I had all of the information that I needed ahead of time. Mm -hmm. I made a grocery list. I went to the grocery store and I got all the stuff I needed. And yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. We're working with uh, winter vegetables okay. and clean protein I'm not having any processed food, no dairy, no beans, no, no, I, I can't even think of like no processed sugar. Um, so it's just been, it's been a lot of hearty vegetable meals. Mm -hmm. And then I, I've been doing chicken thighs um, to add in some good healthy fat. So rather than chicken breasts, uh, chicken thighs, just because I know I need that fat because I'm, I'm also used to eating a lot of butter. Okay. Um, and I, you know, since I won't have butter on the detox, I'm like, okay, where's that? Avocados. Yeah. Uh, chicken thighs. Great. <laughs> yeah. Can you add oils? Are there any oils that you are eating? Like avocado oil? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm using avocado oil on like everything, especially like cooking, because normally I would use butter for cooking, but the avocado oil is delicious. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, are you using um, coconut oil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm using coconut oil, coconut milk for, you know, uh, non-dairy milk, mm -hmm. um, some almond milk sometimes. Is there yeah. anything new, is there anything on this detox that's new to you that you've never eaten before? I, I'm going to feel really embarrassed if I tell you some stuff, because um, people would be like, what? Why hasn't she eaten that? Um, <laughs> well, you don't have to tell me, but if you want to, it might help other listeners. Okay, all right. So there's this, there's this not new <laughs> collard greens. Uh, so I've been like obsessed with collard greens uh-huh you've I never mean, had them up until now i i don't think so if i did i do not remember the taste of them no. uh like they they seemed new to me there and and i'm just gonna stop you and say i bet you there are a ton of people listening that have never had collard greens before um i think i'm the first one to feed my husband collard greens and he was like mid-30s at that point okay so you're not alone good good <laughs> Okay, so yeah, collard greens, so good. So I've been so using them as like a wrap. Mm. Like wrap, you put like avocado in there, sprouts, um, um, parsley, and then like a carrot, a long carrot. Uh -huh. And then I've also been putting some tahini in there. And then you wrap it up and it's like a really nice snack wrap. Mm -hmm. You make a few of them, it's great for lunch. And then last night I was wanting to use them. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, what should I do? What should I do? So I looked up online and to see if you could cook collard greens, mm -hmm. which I figured you could, but I, I, you know, I looked it up online and it was like, yeah, do basic like with garlic and avocado oil. And I was like, oh, that sounds amazing. And it was, it yes. was so good. <laughs> that is my favorite way. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Oh yeah. I'm so happy you've experienced, you've found collard greens. You're now going <laughs> to, you're going you're gonna to love them. They're really good with chicken too. If you saute them like that mm. with the garlic and the oil and then have them on the side with chicken and oh, so good. Yeah. Okay. That sounds delicious. Is there any <laughs> other new foods? Um, let's see. Um, this is not like entirely new to me, butternut squash. Like, I just had never thought that I liked butternut squash before. Um, but then I, I just did it as like a side part of a meal where I just, I baked it with, um, with avocado oil, cinnamon, and honey mm. on it. And I baked it for a long time. I feel like an hour and 20 minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really, it was really delicious. And I was, I was surprised. I think maybe I've only ever had butternut squash soup. 
Mm, Maybe yeah. I just tasted a little off because I, it, because the taste is a, somewhat similar to sweet potatoes or yams. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think because it takes a long time to prepare. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not something I eat a lot of either for that thing. Cause it's just, I'm like, well, do I have it? I have to really plan. Yeah. Right. I mean, I know they, they do um, serve them cut up. Um, I think even at Costco, maybe you can get them like pre cut into little cubes um, to make it a little bit easier. But yeah, it's just something that takes a lot of planning. So yeah. Um, I'm glad you found that one though. It's like high in vitamin C and possibly potassium. I don't know all the stats on butternut squash, but I know it's, pretty amazing yeah yeah good okay is there any other new foods that you feel feel like sharing hmm I've been eating a lot of kale which is normal for me I love kale um in everything oh figs figs okay God about figs okay so I know figs exist in the world I think I've tasted them once when I was a kid and I was like oh these are weird like this is gross and weird. So when I saw this on this recipe for like a smoothie, I was like, mm, okay, I'll try it. I'll give it a try. Yeah. It's the most delicious smoothie that I feel like, it, not that I've ever tasted because obviously there's, there's tons of like all fruit smoothies that are yeah. delicious, but this fig smoothie is so good. Like half an avocado, a cup and a half of, um, a dairy-free milk, mm -hmm. two or three figs, um, two or three leaves of kale, and some cinnamon and nutmeg, and a little bit of honey. Uh-huh. Yum. So good. <laughs> do you do dry so figs or fresh figs? Fresh figs. Fresh, yes. I discovered fresh figs. So that's, okay, so same. I, I hadn't probably had like a real fig outside of like a fig Newton when I was a kid, <laughs> which I was yeah. never a fan of anyway, even as a kid, they were just like, who is, right? <laughs> I, I, I want to know about these people that like fig Newtons. <laughs> if you are listening and you like fig Newtons, please leave a comment. We want to know. <laughs> who you are. Um, so I, experienced real like fresh figs probably like three years ago that okay was, yeah so yeah it was you know I was like almost 40 at that point <laughs> <laughs> and I was like what is this awesome and weird fruit because yeah. it's kind of weird it is weird my yeah. daughter has a hard time with it she's like mm, I kind of like the flavor but it just looks like an alien yeah yeah <laughs> give it to her in a smoothie I feel like you would both really like it in a smoothie because then the texture is not there anymore yeah. it's it's just the taste of it and I yeah. dig the texture of figs though I got they're so <laughs> weird but I love they are it weird. <laughs> <laughs> um that's great okay so fig in a smoothie I've never done that before I'll definitely need to try that that's awesome okay so um so were you just feeling like sluggish or like what were some of the reasons why you wanted, you just decided like now is the time to do the detox? Um, the struggle with anxiety when I eat certain foods mm -hmm. and I couldn't place what the certain foods were. Yeah. So I decided, okay, a detox seems like a good idea. So what's happening right now is all the stuff that I said that I'm not eating. Um, so day eight through 14, I'm reintroducing certain things back into my diet. So beans, um, some dairy, some bread, some pasta, um, it's going to be reintroduced, um, over the course of two days each for each of them to like, kind of see, if I'm having a sensitivity, like I could be, you know, my weight fluctuates really rapidly. Like one morning I'll weigh like five pounds less or five pounds more than the day before. Mm -hmm. And I've always thought that that was weird, but then I, I was like, Oh, you know, that probably happens to everybody. <laughs> and then somebody told me you might be having a sensitivity to a food that's yeah. making you gain water weight and then lose water weight. And then also, um, that could be causes for uh, rashes and things like that, or if you get particularly itchy after eating a certain food. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm I'm on the hunt to figure out what 
what I might be sensitive to. Um, and then also my body just needed a little bit of a break. Yeah. Like, well, one, I, because I've never done a detox before, I'm like, oh, think about all the bad stuff that's in my body. Um, so, yeah. And then also um, drinking has always been a, a thing for me, too, of like in the last year and a half, if I drink like half of a drink, like half of a glass of wine or half of a beer or something like that, I end up getting really sick for the rest of the night even though I've eaten food with it and I drink water with it. And like, I'm not even, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not drunk or anything. Yeah. So it's a really interesting thing where I, I was like, okay, my liver needs a detox probably like, because if it's not processing that very well, um, and then it's probably not processing a lot of things that it should be. Yeah. So just giving it a break and, and I'm finding that, this healthy eating, like I already eat fairly healthy, but um, just eating with no processed food whatsoever, no, and then also just not having a ton of sugar and things like that. I just feel, I feel pretty good. Like my, my emotionally, I feel really good. Nice. Um, physically, I've been going through the detox, obviously. Yeah. So <laughs> there's, you know, there's some lightheadedness, some constipation, some, you know, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Um, it's really usual for a detox. Yeah. Um, you had the headaches. I have not had too bad of headaches yet because like I said, anytime that I've started to, I've used the peppermint and frankincense and that seemed to really help. And then drinking lots of water, mm -hmm. like just making sure you're drinking so much water. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That helps. That definitely helps. Um, yeah. How has your sleep been during the first seven days? Um, it's been, it's been mostly okay. Good. Yeah. It's been mostly okay. And I've definitely had a few major mood swings mm -hmm. um, that I, I've noticed, like that one second I'll be like super energized and feeling really good. And the next moment I've got like tons of, of anxiety and rage kind of like coming out of nowhere. Oh, interesting. And then it like dissipates. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so clearly, you know, physical detox can really get out a lot of that emotional emotional stuff you know a lot of our a lot of our emotions I feel like you know it's everything has to do with everything and like your gut health is so important it really is yeah well I mean in most holistic and alternative medicine um, methods and Chinese medicine um, so much is stored in our organs mm. so that makes so much sense I mean that's like they say, you know, for liver, anger is one, like anger is one that is, um, in re it, it relates to the liver. So if you're detoxing, that's probably going to, yeah, stir up a lot of like anger and old stuck stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that yeah. makes a lot of sense. And so day set, so seven days so far, what would you say were the hardest of those seven days? Day one? <laughs> day, well, yeah, day one was actually surprisingly hard because I never felt full. Like I was, I was overeating. Yeah. I was eating to the point where, where I was making my stomach hurt, but yeah. I just like, I didn't feel, I didn't feel satisfied. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm craving bread. I'm craving sugar. I'm craving <laughs> bees. You know, it was like those like really like heavy things that I'm used to having, not a lot of every day, but that I'm still used to having every day. Yeah. And, um, and I was just like, really like, you know, uh, not full feeling. Yeah. So that took a couple days to get used to of being like, okay, now I'm not, I'm not going to overeat this food anymore. And, and like figuring out different foods that I can eat that, um, that make me feel satisfied. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also just your body, just getting used to it. Um, you know, your body can get used to a lot of things pretty quick, especially exactly. if it's good for it. <laughs> exactly. And I think that that feeling I've experienced that feeling too during a detox where I just feel like I could just eat like 24 hours a day for the first couple of days. Yeah. It does really balance out. Um, because I think, you know, you have to balance your blood sugar and all the different hormones that go along with 
help you feel satisfied and not the mental stuff that you may not even be aware of. Um, and so, yeah, for me, it's always day three is always, I don't know. It's like things come to a head. Like I always feel like energized and motivated. I mean, I feel tired, but energized at the same time in the mm -hmm. days. Um, might have a little bit of headache and that's usually just because if I do a detox I'm also giving up caffeine and mm -hmm. I am physically addicted to caffeine so just coffee yeah. still and that one is the hardest one for me that's what causes the headache um, but day three comes to a head for me and then then it's you know starts to even out so by day seven I'm usually feeling a lot better mm -hmm. um, so are you feeling pretty okay for the most part yeah today I'm feeling really good um yesterday pretty good I would say with what you were saying I was pretty close to day three as well my day four was was the day where I felt like stuff started to really um even out and with only like occasional like emotional feelings um <laughs> yeah. well and it's really good when you do do a detox um to be aware that those emotions are going to come up because i don't think a lot of people are aware that that's going to happen when they go on a detox yeah. and so just being aware of that so that you can kind of keep yourself grounded yeah. and be like oh this feeling is going to pass this feeling of great anxiety is going to pass i don't need to freak out you know i i can stay calm and um and i'm safe and everything in the world is working out for me yes and i am safe in my body you know just that reminder is really helpful yeah definitely and that's where essential oils can really come into mm -hmm. detox support yeah. for sure um yeah. Okay, so big question. What are you adding back tomorrow? What? What are you adding back tomorrow? Oh, um, I'm adding back beans. Mm. I haven't gone grocery shopping yet, and I don't remember what kind of beans I'm supposed to add back in tomorrow. I think it might be the beans. Okay. We'll see how that goes. I'm sure, I, I don't know. I, I want to say I'm not sensitive to any food and that my body just needed a detox. Yeah. But, We'll see. I'm really nervous about getting to the cheese phase. I really like cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I would say for the most part, I like, I, I, people think I'm dairy free because I very rarely eat dairy and I don't eat it on a regular basis ever. And the only dairy I do eat, well, sour cream sometimes, but, um, cheese. <laughs> Like that's it's I'm so like. good. It's so hard <laughs> for me to just, if I stay away for a long time though, I don't crave it anymore. So I read this thing once that said like cheese is almost like heroin in the addiction, like the level oh, of wow. that it causes in people. There's literally an addiction component to cheese. Wow. I is what I heard. So, um, you and I are not alone. I hear this all the time. When I recommend to people to go dairy free, they're like, but I can't give up cheese. Yeah. Man. You'll Did feel better if you give up cheese. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> cheese for me will do the weirdest things. Like I um, learned from my chiropractor and I, and I have observed this in a lot of my clients, low back pain. Cheese uh. will flare up low back pain on so many people i tell people i'm like just try not to eat cheese and dairy in particular but just like cheese especially i don't know why um especially the softer cheeses some people can do there's a difference between how your body will handle different cheeses to like softer and hard cheese um do so good to experiment with that maybe you can handle some like for me i can have a little bit of like the harder cheeses with no problems um but I mean, I get all kinds, I get rashes, like you were saying, itchy skin, uh, red, like rosacea type symptoms, um, all kinds of stuff. Dairy, dairy is not good for most of us, unfortunately. So, yeah. um, and it was a detox that I first learned that, that I did like 20 some years ago. Um, and then that's also when I found out that it was before I got diagnosed with celiac. 
but that was, that was when I first found out I couldn't have wheat either. Oh yeah. I was like, Oh, this is no big deal. And then I eat and I, I got so sick after a month. I did a month detox of no gluten and it almost, it literally, I thought I was gonna have to go to the hospital. I was so sick. So we'll see what your body is sensitive to. (laughs) We'll cross our fingers. It's just cheese and you can still, and maybe you can have it in small amounts, but yeah, it's probably something. There's so much that we eat that does cause some inflammation. And I like to remind people that doesn't mean like always and forever you have to be without certain foods. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. if you just go a while, I did once an anti-inflammatory with the um, help of my chiropractor and I had, and my naturopath, and I had to go off um, flaxseed, egg, and almonds for a year. I had to cut for one whole year. And then after that, I go back. I just can't do them daily. So there's like all kinds of different things, like again, in moderation, right? So like I was doing almonds every day. I was doing flax seeds every day. I was doing, I was doing eggs a lot. And um, when I just kind of gave my body a break for a long time, I'm able to, to eat those things again. So I'm excited yeah. to see what comes up for you. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. And I have heard that from many people that um, if you're sensitive to something, it doesn't always mean that you're sensitive to it forever. Uh, your body sometimes just needs a break. Yeah. And this is, so if something comes up as you're adding things back, um, that would be my advice if somebody's not already telling you that is that that just means that maybe you just need to go on a longer break than seven, than 14 days. And hopefully you'll get to add most of that stuff back. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see how you feel after 14 days. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy you're doing this for yourself. I think it's going to be a huge eye opener and as well, just helping you feel better in general. I love yeah. that it's already helping with your mental state with anxiety. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I knew it would because the probiotic had helped so much and then just adding in vitamin supplements and having essential oils and drinking enough water and all of those things and cutting out a lot of caffeine. I am, um, I, I mean, right now, because I'm on the detox, I'm not even doing this, but I actually have cut out most caffeine and have um, a decaf coffee, like an organic decaf mm-hmm. coffee um, in the morning. Mm-hmm. So that's like, you know, eight milligrams of caffeine as opposed to the, what, 90 milligrams or right. something? Yeah. A normal cup. Yeah. And then if I need some extra support, then I'll do a matcha latte in the middle of the day. Um, and that's a different kind of caffeine than coffee, you know, that because of the, um, what is it? Is it L-theanine in, in, uh, green tea or something like that? I I'm not an expert on green tea, but, <laughs> <Me neither. laughs> but that's something that I, I really like. Um, and, and that's something that's huge too. That's that, uh, a lot of people may not want to hear, uh, same with cheese of like, you know, caffeine, coffee, particularly. Yeah. Um, it, it can really affect, it can really affect you. Um, I got off on a tangent now. I don't remember what we were talking about. (laughs) Anxiety and, um, the caffeine getting off caffeine, how much that helps. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Totally. Totally. I mean, even if I'm not feeling anxious, which, um, for anyone listening, if you've listened to some past episodes, I have talked about my own um, issues with anxiety and depression. And if I'm not even feeling anxious, sometimes coffee will like stir that up in me. I can feel it. Um, and like I said, I am, I'm addicted right now, but there's a lot of the time that I completely cut myself off of coffee and just stay that way for like six months is usually how long I go. And then I'll go to organic detox or organic decaf as well. Um, and it does, it's, you get more sensitive to it. So the organic um, decaf feels like plenty of caffeine after mm-hmm. regular. And you, it's still, if you get a good kind, it still tastes the same. Oh, so totally. you're still getting that, that like uh, warm comfort that you're used yeah. to. 
uh, it's just, it's a little healthier for you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I think that's, I just love the taste of coffee. So for me, you're right. It's the warm comfort for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, before we wrap up, why do you choose holistic healthcare over conventional for most things? For most things. Um, because I believe that, I believe that like all of your mental and your physical, uh, you know, like it's all super connected yeah. and, and I really feel like holistic health is really good about that, you know, like, cause massage is good for your mental and physical health. Acupuncture, it's the same thing. You know, it's, it's dealing with acupuncture. It's like, it's dealing with energy as well as the physical, um, as well as like, I was at acupuncture yesterday and there was like an enormous release that I got. Mm -hmm. And I was just like crying on the, uh, you know, while I had these needles in me and I, I was, you know, anyway, so there's just like, there's a bit of, um, for me, a bit of a, a spiritual experience with mm -hmm. holistic healthcare of, of just feeling like really in my own self and like in my own body and soul, you know, that it's, it's all being taken care of in a, in a different way. Um, now I don't think that that conventional healthcare is always bad or anything. Yeah. Like I think that it's definitely necessary for certain things. And, um, but for me, it, uh, holistic health has just been a, a total game changer in my life. Yep. Me too. Definitely. So I totally agree. I, um, I am so thankful to have this, have this chat with you today. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, and thank, thank you. you for all that you do for Healing Ways. And I am really excited to see where your life coaching leads you. And of course, I hope that you choose to be listed on Healing Ways when you become a life coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and also, I want to mention that um, all of your links will be included in the show notes. So Tiffany does actually sell um, some essential oils. And if you want to learn more about that, it'll be one of the links in the show notes. So thank you, Tiffany. Yeah, thank you. Have a good day. You've just listened to Holistic Healing Connection with me, Amber Cook. You can find out more about me and other holistic healers, coaches, and practitioners at healingways.com. That's healing, W-A-Z-E.com, or on most major social media outlets. If you are a holistic professional and would like to be a guest on this podcast, please go to healingways.com to join. If you have been helped by holistic or alternative medicine, I'd love to help you share your story on this podcast to help inspire others. Please email us at info at healingways.com with the title podcast guest. And don't forget to come back every week for more holistic fun. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.